Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for joining me on another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast, and happy belated Thanksgiving. I wanted to record a Thanksgiving special, but last weekend, I almost didn't record an episode at all because of our anniversary trip, and, you know, this week we were busy gearing up for Thanksgiving, so we uh, we actually, I actually ended up recording this episode the day after Thanksgiving, uh, but with the intentions of making it a Thanksgiving special. So yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed this weekend with their family. I hope everybody got to eat as much food as I got to enjoy. Um, We had a nice little weekend. Um, For Thanksgiving, we went over to my mom's house and she made a ton of food for us and it was just really relaxing on... um, and, And this weekend was also my birthday weekend. So... um. Every day was just, it was just a really good weekend. On on Friday, I got to go hang out with some friends. On Saturday, my family took me out to eat. Um, We went to Lucille's Barbecue here in California. If you guys know of Lucille's Barbecue, it's super good barbecue. And I think I got to eat more ribs than I actually have in my body. So uh, I really enjoyed that. Super delicious. Super good. And I'm recording this intro on my birthday on Sunday the 25th and uh, I'm just and today's been really good too because Maria and Gabriel they're making me dinner for my birthday so I'm excited to see what they're gonna make again it's been a really relaxing weekend I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this weekend as well today's episode is brought to you by IE Photo Rentals you guys have heard me talk about IE Photo Rentals before what's really awesome about them is they're located in in Pomona California if you are thinking about buying a lens or if you're thinking about switching from a Canon or Nikon DSLR over to a, a mirrorless camera you can actually go down there and ask them to pull out those cameras pull out those lenses um, they'll put them together for you and you can actually play around with them and and get a feel for them and you can rent them out and see if you really like it uh, and that way you can decide if that's the next purchase that you want to make so you can go down there and actually play with the equipment and I've always liked that about them every piece of equipment that I own I've basically tried it at iPhoto Rentals first before I decided like, hey, this is what I actually want to buy. And if you mention this podcast, they will actually give you 10% off of your next rental. And they always have really awesome deals going on. So like for Thanksgiving, um, I think you were able to rent for an entire week, uh, the whole Thanksgiving week for the price of a three-day rental. I know that they do something similar to that for Christmas. So definitely go check them out. You can find them on Instagram, find them online, keep an eye out for some of their deals. And like I said, if you rent with them and mention this podcast, they'll give you 10% off. So thank you, iPhoto Rentals, for continuing to support this podcast. Also, if you want to reach out uh, to me here at the podcast, you can find me on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Del Toro Photo. And now you can join our Facebook group along with all the listeners of the podcast. We'll be having, we'll hopefully be having discussions on there. If you guys have questions, you can contact me personally or you can bring them up 
on the Facebook group and we can go over stuff and I'll make sure to go over those things on the podcast as well. So go to the show notes below. Uh, you can subscribe, rate and review the podcast and you can find the links to all our to all my social media outlets, including the Facebook group. So go down there and check it out. So like I mentioned before, this episode was intended to be a Thanksgiving episode. So that's what it is. I decided to bring uh, my wife onto the podcast. If you guys know Maria, she's quiet and reserved. And, you know, coming onto the podcast is not really her thing. But everyone's been asking her to come on. So I finally convinced her to come on. And um, I just wanted to do an easy uh, Thanksgiving special. What I did here was we sat down and just went over some of the weddings that we shot throughout the year and talked about the things that we enjoyed with them. And, you know, we just talked about our weddings. You know, so we're super thankful for all the couples that have hired us throughout the year to photograph their weddings and their family photos. So we would we just wanted to do a special where we talked about those weddings. And this is this is our Thanksgiving special. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Without any further ado, I present to you my wife, Maria. So this is the long-awaited podcast episode. It took uh, it took a lot to get you on here. Yeah, because it's your birthday week, and you said all you want for your birthday is for me to be on podcast. So. Here I am. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> well, everyone's wanted to hear on the podcast, so I'm glad you're finally on. And this is going to be a really fun episode because uh, we're just going to go back through um, all the weddings we shot this year. I wanted to do like a Thanksgiving, you know, thankful episode. I'm really thankful for all the couples that we've gotten the chance to shoot their weddings and their engagement photos and you know, a lot of these couples turn into the families that we get to shoot every year and we wouldn't be able to live this little dream of ours of, you know, being wedding photographers if it wasn't for them. So I thought this would be a cool episode to kind of go back on all the weddings that we did throughout the year and just kind of talk about some of the things that we enjoyed about those weddings. Okay. But, um, but yeah, I've talked about you on the podcast before. Um, why don't you tell the listeners for your, for themselves about how you got into wedding photography? Well, Ulysses pretty much tells every guest my story. No, not every guest. But he still wants me to tell you guys. Mm -hmm. So me and Ulysses actually met um, working at a photo studio. So that was my first experience um, behind a camera. And I only lasted there for a season because... It was a crazy job. And um, we stayed in touch though through Facebook. And a few years later, um, we started dating. He fa he Instagram stalked me. So <laughs> well, I don't I tell people that, but <laughs> <laughs> now they know. <laughs> yep. That's pretty much what happened. Um, he slid in those DMs. Just kidding. <laughs> and we're married now, so I guess uh, I'll just own it. I'm proud of that. <laughs> so yeah, Ulysses was already shooting weddings when we started dating. He um, he had had a second shooter that he went with all the time, but I think he ended up getting like a job where he couldn't mm -hmm. 
really shoot with you anymore. So that's kind of when I jumped on and I was like, okay, I'll try it out. And I went to my first wedding and it was like an easy like wedding. I think they only hired one photographer that day. And he just kind of handed me a camera and was just like, well, just shoot what you can. And he briefly went over some settings with me that day. And I don't even remember any of it. Like I was just like, okay, like I'll give it a shot. But he kind of he kind of just shot like he was the only one there. So he kind of handled it all. And I was just in the background. And that day it went by like smoothly and I had lots of fun. So I think that's kind of what sparked it. And ever since then, I've been shooting with him. And then I took over the editing because <laughs> you didn't like what I was doing. You <laughs> <laughs> suck. No. no, just because I don't know. I was just being super picky about it. And so I just kind of like took it upon myself to learn it, learn Lightroom and do all our editing for us. And I was super OK with that because I well, one, I don't have to spend all those hours editing. Not that I don't. Like oh, and it, that's but... another thing. He <laughs> cannot stay still for more than like five minutes. Yes. You know, my husband, he's always pacing up and down. We just went on our anniversary weekend <laughs> this past weekend. And he got us an Airbnb, like, in the mountains, and we were supposed to go hiking and, like, do all these things. But there's been fires here in California, and the smoke made its way over there. So we kind of were just stuck inside, and that was, like, the worst. That was, like, was torture for him. It was him. my nightmare. It was torture for him <laughs> to just sit and watch movies and have wine. Like, that was, I don't know, he could not stay still. He was just moonwalking across the Airbnb, like... <laughs> It's ridiculous. Well, if anybody knows me, they know that my idea of relaxing is like going on a 14 mile peak hike or something like that. Like that's relaxing. It's very hard for me to just sit on a couch and watch 10 movies in a day. That's I, I can't do that. I yeah. Know. So <laughs> that played into why I started doing all the editing because he can't really sit and do that. I mean, he can, but it will take him very long time. So. And I was also super excited that you wanted to take on the role, you know, like, I mean, I never expected to, like, date another person who was going to do the same line of business with me. So when you enjoyed doing weddings, I, I was excited, like, cool, I have like a second shooter who's also someone I'm dating, like, this is going to be really fun. And then you got more serious about it. And when you took on editing, I was like, okay, this is something like we can really run together. So if she really likes editing i'm not going to stop you because um like how cool would that be if we can run this whole business together and that's what you want me to do all the no work. i don't do all the work <laughs> but i love that you love editing because now we are in this together like this is our business you know and like you said yeah we just celebrated um our third uh third year anniversary together we did go up to the mountains we did plan on doing some hikes and stuff but instead we stayed in and i moonwalked across the living room a bunch while drinking uh some beers and uh we went and had some bomb dinner too yeah and we went to a brewery which you really enjoyed yeah uh it was like uh it's a beer that i've been drinking for years and i never like realized it was that brewery it was kernville kernville brewery kern kern river brewery and uh, I've been drinking their beers, but I never saw what brewery it was. So when we got up there, it was like a nice surprise. Like, oh, I know these beers. Like, I've been drinking these beers for years. So, And uh, and I love going to breweries and trying new beers. And, and uh, my thing is uh, coming home with the 
the what are those like the pint glasses mm-hmm. with the brewery name like that's like my little souvenir so i got to come home with one of those did you come home with anything did you no. did you <laughs> you enjoyed the part where we didn't do anything for an yep. entire day and just sat on the couch did not think about anything I think we binge watched like two whole complete shows or something. Because even like when we have days off and we hang out here in the house, like there's always something we need to do, like laundry or whatever. Like you can't really just chill without something behind the back of your head. So it was nice to just be in somewhere where you just can turn on the Netflix and not have to think about anything. Yeah. And like and like we said before, I never just chill. Yeah. (laughs) So you kind of were forced to. So that was fun. Uh, what else have we been up to? We just did our family photos. Um, we have, um, you guys know Eric McFarland. He's, he's been a guest on the show before. He's a really good friend of mine. He also photographed our wedding and, uh, he does our family photos almost every year, right? Um, the past two years he has because it's getting more and more difficult to turn on a, or to do it through a tripod. Tripod, Yeah. yeah. So much easier to have someone, someone do, and everyone always asks that, like, wait, who photographs the photographers? Well, he's he's been our photographer forever now. He photographed our wedding, and um, we love his style, and you know, we're excited. We just got our photos in, and getting ready to. Uh, I think you're putting together something right now, huh? Our Christmas cards that we send out every year. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into it and talk some weddings. So our first wedding, I think it was in March uh, this time. Yeah, we started. started a little late. We started till spring, pretty yeah. much. It's always different every year. Like this next year, we already have weddings in January and February. Um, but here in California, I've noticed with the, a lot of our friends, you know, out in the Midwest and out east like they have a wedding season and then they have a season where they like don't really shoot a lot of weddings and kind of kick back but i feel like here in uh in california we don't necessarily have like specific wedding seasons because we've had i mean there's times there's there is seasons that are more busier than others like fall definitely is one and springtime supposedly summer's a big wedding season out here it was for us this year I guess so. This year we had the most weddings, I think, in, oh, no, fall was our busiest season. Fall's yeah. usually the busiest. Yeah. yeah. But we started a little bit late. We started in March. Um, and that was a really fun wedding. It was going to be, or it was at this country club. And the venue there is beautiful. It was, like, way more than I expected. I had seen a couple photos of it online, but uh, I wasn't expecting to see, like, uh, where they had... Uh, the ceremony was out in this lawn area and it was surrounded by like 20 foot tall hedges right and it was just like straight green hedges it looked like a wall of green uh completely around the whole thing and it was like it was like a beautiful little garden setting and that was like i was really excited to shoot there but unfortunately (laughs) it rained yeah you've talked about this wedding Mm -hmm. before um, I mean, but what was cool about this wedding was the bride was very much organized. Mm-hmm. She always like kept in mind. Um, I don't know. She kept us in mind of cleanliness. Like she made sure everybody cleaned up everything. She had everything packaged. She had everything ready for us. Like she had a, like a bag full of all the accessories and everything ready for us to get in there. And then, um, 
she just was super organized and super like clean about the day um which but it also sucked in a way because she not didn't suck but it was just she didn't want her like her dress dirty at all which yeah. um kind of played into why we weren't able to really play around in the yeah. rain as well and that that is exactly what I've talked about. Like, uh, you know, I'm I'm always down when there's something going on. If it's snowing, if it's raining, you know, we we shoot with Canon cameras. I'm not afraid to get these cameras dirty. I'm not afraid to get them wet. They can take a beating. So it's extra exciting when, you know, it starts to rain and we don't get a whole lot of rain here in California. So when it starts to rain, um, it's it's really great when I can convince my couples like, hey, let's just go out and play in the rain and get messy and, and you know, take some images that we wouldn't normally get here in yeah, California. I definitely took advantage of it. Like I did most of her details <clears throat> in the rain, like the bouquet. I shot it out in the rain. Yeah, that's right. Um, I know the videographers were like not wanting to be a part of any of that. Yeah. They grabbed <laughs> well, the bouquet I think, back I think, from me and were like, we're yeah. going to take it in the not in the rain i think they were shooting on on uh, the mirrorless cameras so they were a little bit more you know hesitant to get out in the rain you know i remember because i was we uh i walked around with the lead videographer and we were trying to figure out places to to do like their um they didn't do a first look they did first look no look right um i don't even remember oh, okay well i know we were walking around trying to figure out where we were going to do like photos and their romantics and you know everywhere we kind of walked around like the i remember the videographer he was just like worried like oh i don't know if i can even step out here and at the time it was like sprinkling <laughs> yeah but he was he was extra worried about his gear but yeah when we finally told the bride about it you know she was like you know she did not want to mess up her dress she didn't want to mess up well, she yeah. didn't necessarily say that, but I think that's what we, the vibe we got from her. Yeah. Like, she was just very particular about her stuff. So that's why we didn't even bother to be like, you know, let's go out to the rain. Because I don't even yeah. think they had umbrellas. Like, they were not prepared for this rain at all. Yeah. Like, it was supposed to be a sunny day. Like, actually, the day before, it was super nice. And the day afterwards, too. Yeah. It was just... They just got hit that day. Mm -hmm. And luckily, the, the venue, they actually had the backup plan as well like the inside uh they had a couple of different banquet halls and they were gorgeous you know even even where we had the ceremony was in front of a huge glass window overlooking you know the the country club so i thought it was really pretty it still turned out really really cool yeah but the that's one of the weddings where you like you know you really have to feel out those situations like we will we'll never push a bride to do something they don't want to do you really do have to read their vibe like you said and and uh and just kind of go with what they want to do but i guess on you know i speak on my artistic you know creative side like man i want to go out there and get wet and i did remember we we did some stairs some shots on the stairs where i actually stood out in the rain yeah. <laughs> so they turned out really good yeah they were super happy still with their photos even with the short amount of time we had <clears throat> After the ceremony, and that was another thing. Like it was, I think, still. I don't know. It wasn't daylight savings yet. I think. No, it was early, but it was like a the the rain that came in was a dark rain. So, you know, originally I don't remember the times, but if their you know uh, their ceremony was going to be done, and we were still going to have like an hour and a half uh, worth of of sunlight to do their family photos, to do their bridal party photos, and to do their romantics. Well, once the ceremony ceremony was over, it was already dark because of, of the storm that came over us. So we had way less time. I think 
I like what uh, when you were talking about this with Stephen, how he mentioned that we should he would have done the bridal portrait or the bride and groom portraits probably first, mm-hmm. and then moved on with everything else. That's like that's a good idea. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we just didn't think about it, and that's just the way we always do. Is just we try to handle all the family and other photos first before them, so we can get everybody else going or to leave or whatever and that's a cool thing about talking to other photographers about this stuff you get to pick up on you know things that maybe you wouldn't have thought about you know i think going forward we might do something like that because uh family photos are important but family photos are something you can do with just about any background but the bridal party photos and the romantics like that's where you want to get creative and get really cool backgrounds i mean i'd want to do the same thing for family photos but if we had to sacrifice any of them um, I guess it would be those, right? Yeah. That was a fun first wedding. We had some rain. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't really expecting that. And then the next one is we had photo and video. Yeah. The next one we did photo and video. That's something that um, we've been picking up more uh, films. This year we did quite a few films, uh, which is exciting because um, I've spent the last, what, like two years kind of promoting them. I think the first year we did them, um, I did a few weddings just kind of uh, undercover. Didn't tell the bride and groom we were shooting a video. So we had Maria shoot, basically doing lead. I think I would still lead photograph when I had to, but she was a lead photographer. And then we had our second photographer uh, who we told the bride and groom was just kind of there helping us out. And then I was secretly shooting films because uh we want to get into more filmmaking for these weddings and then the the following year is when we started using those films to promote them we got a few more films but this was the first year we actually had you know i don't know how many did we have like six or something like that i don't remember yeah like a good amount but yeah what'd you think about that wedding i think this wedding was in woodland hills it was the first time we really done anything out there yeah that wedding was fun, and the bride and groom were super sweet. They, they felt like friends to us. They even um, they even bought us a room to stay that oh, yeah. after the wedding because yeah. they were they. I think it, how far was the drive from us? It was like an hour and a half. Yeah, so it wasn't like terribly <clears throat> far, but they still felt bad and were like, "No, we're gonna get you guys a room. You guys were shooting all day." Like, she's just they were just that type of people that were just super. Um, sweet and just accommodating yeah they really they really cared about us and making sure like we were happy and i mean that's our job so it was nice to see that they they cared so much about us um and they were super easy going um they had they had a coordinator there and um it was one of those those times where you really see like how much it helps to have a coordinator i think they had a few different locations Right, that we had to move around to. They had the hotel, we had the the church we went to, the photography location, and and the venue itself. So we moved around quite a bit, but everything was super organized. And then we even ran into an issue. The um, they all uh, the whole bridal party drove around everywhere on a party bus. And um, right after the ceremony, we did um, some photos at the church. But the plan was to do their family photos. And their bridal party photos at this like really beautiful park that we found. 
that was maybe like, I don't know, like 10 minutes away or something like that. Um, but uh, the whole bridal party started going over to their um, to, the bus. to the bus and the bus's battery had died. So that was one of those things that could have easily been like super stressful. But that bride was like, cool, everybody jump in each other's cars. Let's go. We got to get this wedding, you know, rolling, which is like, which is exactly how we like to see brides, like not get stressed out, you know, like. You do everything that you can throughout the year to plan out your wedding. And the day that it finally comes, you know, some things don't always work out the way you thought, but you really can't do much at the moment. So it's better to just continue on and enjoy everything else that you did do and just make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, she was just really sweet and they didn't really um, get stressed over over that. Like that could have been easily something they could have been upset with. So this year, um, we also did, this year was the first time when I started doing films, uh, Maria had to take the role as lead photographer. So last year was like a bit of training for you on that. How did that make you feel? Um, it was nerve wracking. <laughs> I mean, I've done it. I've done, I've second shot enough with you to know kind of what goes down and and what to do but like i think the like i can handle morning getting ready stuff i can handle ceremony like none of that stresses me out what stresses me out is definitely family photos and then when it's just me and the bride and groom for some reason like i blank out like i don't know what to do next i've gotten it a lot it's gotten a lot um easier for me but those are like the two major times that for some reason i just have the hardest with but like and then reception is a breeze as well so i don't know why those two times just throughout the whole day are the ones that just well i mean since we've been shooting i've I've basically always been in charge of that stuff so you've never really had to that's probably why yeah. yeah but uh but yeah we knew you know when we decided that we wanted to shoot films um that was something that we talked about like if we're gonna do photo and video for the same wedding uh, Maria is going to have to take over all of the photography and while I concentrate on videography because I could handle and I did at the beginning handle a little bit of both. But, um, you know, in order for us to succeed on both ends, you know, we have to go full out, you know, her be in charge of photography creatively and, um, you know, schedule wise and, and making sure, you know, she's on top of that while I just purely concentrate on film because, they're their own entities. They're their own things. So um, that was basically we had to do some training for that. And again, luckily, we have some amazing second shooters. So uh, when Maria did have to go do those family photos and those romantics, um, she wasn't alone. She did have someone backing her up. And then um, as far as uh, videos go, I love doing romantics. So I'm usually there for that as well. And I'm still helping direct. So I'm able to help Maria direct while she's photographing and I'm filming a lot of that stuff. So that's worked out really well. So that that training really paid off because uh, now not only are we able to do photo and video on the same day, but we're also able to photograph two separate weddings on the same day, which is something you had to do this year. And that was that was new. That was new for Maria. We like completely split off. How did it feel not having me there at all? Was it like the best wedding ever? no it was weird um but luckily that wedding was only four hours long so and it was at a pretty little um location and i don't know if you 
for those that live in SoCal, there's the Anaheim Packing House. In the bottom, there's a little chapel. Well, it's not really a chapel. It's just like a little venue called Cook's Chapel, and it's it's really pretty. Um, so that's where we did the wedding, and it was, like I said, only four hours long, and I had a, a, a great second shooter um, that was there just helping me, and she, like, every five minutes asking me what I needed, and, like, as soon as I said anything, like, she was on top of it, so... That really helped relieve some of the stress. Yeah. And if you guys know Maria, she really loves aesthetics. That's why, you know, when she does like detail shots, you know, that's that's I feel like that's when she's the most creative. She does really, really great stuff with like the rings and invitations and the flowers. And, uh, you know, that that venue, I think, was perfect for you, too, because you were you were we've been actually we've been wanting to shoot at that venue. So when we found out that was the venue, you were actually excited to go out there. Yeah. It's a really cool little venue. It's hidden, like it's like a hidden gem, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, and everything went pretty well. I think we text each other a few times, but for the most part, you you guys just handled it. And of course, we we were over here. We shot in Riverside at a newer venue called what was it like Loft eighty four? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. And that was a really cool venue too. They had some really cool like uh victorian style like chandeliers hanging down and they had an upper deck where the the bride and groom did their grand entrance actually came out onto a balcony so a lot lots of great opportunities for photos there so uh and then this wedding was fun too we did a wedding um i think the the ceremony the ceremony was at a church but the venue was at the hotel where the bride and groom were getting ready and it's a hotel. Um, it's not the Disney Hotel, but it's one of the hotels located near Disney, like they're you know where a lot of people stay and go to Disney. And um, they were they were great. Like they had the the hotel, um, the venue itself had a coordinator that actually reached out to us ahead of time, so we knew the couple really well. We actually we'd known them for for a long time now. And we were excited to shoot their wedding. And then, yeah, so the venue was really nice. They reached out to us ahead of time. So we thought, okay, this is going to be pretty awesome. And when we got there, everyone was super nice. Um, The wedding itself went great. Um, We did their romantics in uh, Hillcrest Park. Where is that? Uh, Fullerton? Yeah. And it's in Orange uh, County. It's in Orange County, yeah. And Fuller, uh, that park is is really awesome. It's got like some old historic building and you know a little forest in the back. So that was really fun. Um, but what I remember from this wedding, this wedding was the first time that uh, we got a box lunch. <laughs> yeah, that was super weird. <laughs> that was super random. It was a vendor's box cold meal yeah so normally um you know we we talk to our clients ahead of time about food you know we 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 ask them what they're gonna have and um one of the things we ask them to kind of make sure to do is have a conversation with their venue or their coordinator uh because we we want to make sure that we are eating around the same time that they're eating like as soon as they get their food we want their venue and their coordinators to know that that's when we're going to go get our food. Like that's the perfect break time for us because we don't like leaving the couple. We like staying close to them and photographing them, walking around with their guests and just kind of being at uh, being near them at any given time in case they want like a specific photo done. So the time that they sit down to eat is a perfect time for us to take a break 
and normally that's not an issue. We have had some issues with some uh, venues where they didn't want to feed us. They wanted to feed us after all the guests um, were done. And, I, you know, the argument there is that once the guests are done eating, that's when all the events start again. And then we have to get up and, you know, we barely get a bite in and we're already rushing around and back to work. So we don't think that's really fair. And if if ultimately that's what the bride wants us to do, then, of course, we'll do it. But like I said, we have that conversation with them ahead of time. Just so that's not even a conversation we have to have at the wedding. And Maria is really good at after we have that conversation. You know, when we walk into a venue, um, I go straight to the bride and groom and, you know, work with them. And she goes and meets all the vendors. You're really good at that. You go and talk to all the vendors. Well, that's because I'm doing like the detail shots. I'm in there with all of them and Mm -hmm. they all usually come and say hi to me. And they'll be like, oh, you're the photographer. So... I get to talk to everybody before the reception even starts. But you have that conversation with them about the food and stuff, don't you? Um, for the most part, yeah. Uh, mainly, it's usually with the coordinators that I'll have that conversation yeah. with. But we just kind of double check, make sure everything's going to go good. Because, because uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, we want to be ready for the photographer at all. Or for the photographer. We want to be ready for the bride and groom at any given time to do photos for them. Um, so that's how we handle that. Well, at this wedding, um, we had, we did have those conversations with them and we thought everything was pretty clear. And then I think we even talked dinner with, with the coordinator and, you know, she assured us dinner would be ready, but we didn't expect as soon as we asked for dinners, they told us to go have a seat, you know, in, in the lobby or whatever. And they brought out these little like paper yeah some white boxes some white boxes with some sandwiches that looked that were like looked like they were made in the morning or something because they were soggy no it was worse than that they were like those those wrapped croissant sandwiches that you buy like at the grocery store and a a bag of chips and i think a cookie Mm -hmm. (laughs) meanwhile everyone's eating like filet mignon and you know it was like it wasn't like a cheap hotel like it was yeah a nice hotel um but it was weird because even like asking for water usually we go to the bar and they'll give us water and even then they're like oh no no no. go talk to the coordinator if you want water and i was like what so they gave a the coordinator then came out and gave us some water bottles or something no we asked for waters they said go talk to the coordinator the coordinator i asked the coordinator and then they went back to the bar and got us water oh, yeah. from so the we bar. weren't even allowed to ask straight <laughs> to the bartender like we had yeah. to go through everything i had to go through yeah. the coordinator it was just so weird yeah. like i don't know that wedding like everything else was good but like that made me feel like we were like in the bottom yeah of everybody else like it was just weird and i don't mean to sound like like we're complaining or anything you know because um, I mean, that's the reason we have these conversations, because if we know they're going to give us like a box lunch or, uh, you know, I mean, we're or the water situation, like we're more prepared ahead of time. Like Maria's really good at packing snacks for us. Um, every once in a while, we'll pack like a meal. But if we know that we're just going to like, oh, this venue only gives out box lunches, we won't argue with the bride and groom. We're not going to make them pay extra for their vendors to, uh, you know eat their food or whatever like if we know ahead of time then we'll go ahead and just pack a lunch and um and eat that when it's our lunchtime you know we won't make a big deal and uh so this happened to us 
And that's another thing. I'm, like, we're not going to complain to the bride and groom on the day of their wedding. That's a, that's another reason why we have those conversations ahead of time. So, um, so yeah, we just ate our boxed lunch. Maria's vegetarian, and she had to, you know, pick the meat out of her sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> And I think Eric ate your cookie. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was really weird. Um, yes, to say we'll probably never shoot at that venue again. Yeah. <laughs> no, we will. But now we know. Now we know what they're up to. But it was so funny because, like, again, the coordinator of that venue was, like, super nice. We didn't, we just didn't see that coming at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was. And that maybe was, this is more common than we think. It was just, this was the first time it's ever mm-hmm. happened to us. Yeah. Um, after shooting, I don't know how many weddings, but yeah. we've we've never been given a box lunch. And I've heard other photographers talk about receiving box lunches, but we never, we have never received a yeah. box lunch before. And I think once before, was it before that we got offered a box lunch? They're like, if you want to wait five minutes, we'll give you, you know, the hot meal. Or if you want to eat now, we have the box lunch. We're like, uh, we'll have the hot food, please. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have whatever the guests are having. <laughs> Oh, uh, I didn't shoot that wedding. So there's a lot of weddings uh, that I actually didn't shoot with you this, well, this one this year because just other stuff going on. So I think this one, huh? First. Yeah. So we got to shoot a really fun wedding. All our weddings are fun. We really enjoy shooting weddings. I mean, I, I really like it. Yeah. You know, I love going to these weddings. I think Maria does too. I think her feet get a little tired at the end of the night, but you know, I'm, I'm excited yeah. all the way well, through. Well, I've gotten more used to it. The, at the beginning, I was definitely by like eight <laughs> o'clock. Could not, I couldn't do it anymore, but I've gotten better at it. Uh, but this wedding, uh, man, they went on forever. So this wedding taught us to um, change our contract a little bit. Yeah. So we, you know, our our largest package. Uh, is an all-day package, but we don't spec. We didn't specify on a what? specific time frame. I'm yeah, like, well, all-day map. Yeah. So when we, when I finally sat down with this couple and talked about their schedule, you know, <laughs> it was actually funny. Like they were starting uh, at nine in the morning, that, and that's when we were going to start. They were going to start earlier, so we would start. Uh, Ellen, we were doing photo and video, and they were going to start at nine in the morning. And then, um, you know, the ceremony was until the afternoon. The event, the reception was even later and everything was fine. And I know. think what a big thing that played in this, their, um, the way of them scheduling everything out was no, because it yeah. was a Friday mm-hmm. in LA. Yeah. And if you know what that means, it's ton of traffic. Ton of traffic, times. uh, you know, um, one hour time frames in between everything because potentially it could take forever to get, you know, 10 miles down the street. I used to live and work in North Hollywood. And sometimes uh, at my job, you know, it'd be like two or three o'clock. I don't normally clock out to like five. And they would send me 10 miles down the street to drop something off. And I would just say, all right, guys, you know, see you tomorrow because by the time I come back, it's already like 530. So I would just go straight home from there. Um, but yeah, this was an LA wedding, uh, on a Friday, um, and they were starting at nine. You know, the reason it was so long was because, you know, they had like four different locations to go to and they gave each other, they gave themselves at like an hour to get to each location just in case there was traffic. And I think sometimes at one point it even took almost an hour for one of them, right? To get to, to, 
I think I think to get to the reception took a little bit longer. Yeah. So. And unfortunately, because of all the traffic and all that, the bride was pretty stressed out in the morning. You yeah. could tell she's she's super sweet. They both are, but you could tell like something was off, and I'm sure it was just her stressing about getting to the ceremony on time. I think that's exactly what it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. because because. You know, with again with the Friday wedding in LA, you don't know what to expect. Yeah, it can be awful. Yeah. So, so yeah. So the time frame was set to go like that, and then as we continued talking about their itinerary, it went on to you know, uh, uh, the the cake cutting is like at nine o'clock, and then they're doing this uh, other special dance at like nine thirty. So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, we're almost to the end of the wedding here, and they're like. And then at at uh, midnight. at midnight they were gonna do something called the hora loca, which is like uh, the crazy hour in Spanish. And it's They're, yeah, this was a Colombian wedding, <laughs> which meant they party all mm-hmm. day, yeah. all night. Yeah, and 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 no, seriously, they party like all night long because they had the hora loca at midnight. But I think they changed it to eleven. They for changed us. it to eleven. Yeah. yeah, they changed it to eleven. Uh, but originally it was at midnight. And then in in their schedule, it even said like second dinner at one in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was like a DJ switch at one in the morning, and cleanup started at five in the morning. So they were planning in their itinerary to party till five, five in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as we started getting into that, and I, none of us could believe it. We were like, "There's no way." That the bride and groom are going to party from nine in the morning when they got get yeah. up till five in the yeah. morning the next day. Like there's and also what possible. venue? <laughs> yeah. What venue? Well, apparently this there. venue they yeah. had it all like twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even like the DJ that was at that wedding, he's a good friend of ours, and he couldn't. He also was like in denial. He's like, "There's no way they're going to be up till five in the morning." I think they 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 yeah they, uh, they, they ended up paying him extra to stay another hour or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So he even stayed and party longer. So, uh, you know, I mean, when we say all day, we mean all day. So we didn't have any complaints, but I, I did, you know, talk to them about it and uh, we figured it out. And we, I mean, we were still there all day. I think we started at nine in the morning. I don't think we left till 11. We stepped, yeah, we left till after that with our loca because they wanted us to capture that. So yeah, like yeah. 1130. Yeah. And, and we had stayed out there the night before. This was this was also like in the Woodland Hills area. It was like an hour and a half away. Uh, but rather than staying out there that night because it was a Friday wedding and getting anywhere in Southern California on a Friday morning is hell. <laughs> um, we actually chose to stay out there the night before and we were kind of winging it. If we were going to be super tired the next day. Oh, no. No, that was another thing. I had a wedding the next day. Yeah, so you had to come home. So we had to come home. And uh, and that was another thing when I sat down and talked to him about the schedule and then realized we were going to photograph for uh, 14 hours and then come home. I was already, you know, nervous about talking to the next couple because I hadn't talked their schedule with them yet. And I think they had... They had a late start. They Well, they had... They had all day as well, right? But they had a late start. Yeah, so, you so had to sleep yeah. In a little. So I got really lucky. Like that was, you know, after I hung up with this couple, you know, I talked to the next couple, and you know, um, and then we started talking, and she said that you know we weren't going to start until noon, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I get to sleep. <laughs> so either either way, we were going to have to come home that night. But yeah, that made us kind of reevaluate, you know, the way we have our packages set up. Um, 
you know, all day now means 10 hours and you can add extra hours on top of that if you want. So, um, you, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter how long you do this. I think you still, you still keep learning stuff every time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, but that was an awesome wedding regardless of how oh, tired, so tired that we were. That was so much fun. The energy at that wedding was so insane. The, the bride, she's a, she's a dance coordinator. She's a, I can't say that. Oh, she's a, she's a dance choreographer. Yeah. And uh, they choreographed this like awesome dance. It was like this 10 minute dance. They involved like a lot of their friends and their family in it. In fact, a lot of their friends and family came from out of state. And the groom's family is from <clears throat> yeah. out of state. So they were like FaceTiming and Snapchatting each other, the, the, the dance, dance moves. Yeah. So yeah it kind of all came together that day which yeah. is awesome yeah it came together so awesome and i t- we just had so much fun like the vibes at that wedding like you could feel their energy and even though we shot for 14 hours like i feel like you i should, was you should post the on the facebook group the video of the whole dance oh, well, look at you i think i will post that <laughs> video <laughs> i'll post that i'll post that video on the facebook group so you guys can see it um their choreographed dance we filmed uh the actual choreographed dance and it came out really awesome um so you guys can see what they did and then we shot photo and video for that one as well um and it was just a really good experience even though it ran late and we were there late like it was so much fun they partied so incredibly hard yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that one was really fun um and then the next the, the the next day, I went and did a wedding. I think you stayed home for that one, right? Yeah, Gabriel had his, his hip hop mm-hmm. re- um, showcase yeah. that day, so yeah. I obviously had to go see that. Yep, yeah, I'm sad I missed it. Yeah. I think you did some video. Yeah, I did me, the video though. for it. Um, but yeah, so Maria had to stay home, and um, I went and shot their wedding, and I had. Yeah, that wedding ended, you know, again, like the day before we shot 14 hours and, you know, drove an hour and a half home. So it was kind of crazy. So the next wedding, um, it was just one of those days that couldn't have gone any better. Like everything was on time. Um, the bride and groom were were super cool. They were very laid back um, and everything, every, like nothing went wrong at the wedding. There wasn't anything that like they were worried about. You know, everything just happened on time. Uh, The ceremony went down on time. Um, It was at a golf course. And this venue has a a choreographer. Choreographer. This wedding has a coordinator. um, And his name is Miguel. (laughs) Uh, And uh, um, I've asked. I've had some other photographers that have photographed at that venue. Mm -hmm. And I asked them if they got to meet Miguel. And they they also got to meet Miguel. Um, he is so cool. That guy, he, he wants to make sure that the bride and groom are super happy. But he's also, like, really taking care of the vendors. He's asking us if we need anything. He gave us a room just to put our stuff in. They said if we want to lock it, leave it closed, whatever we want to do. Like, it's there for us. Um, he made sure... We got our food. He, you know, as soon as the bride and groom sat down, he told all the vendors, like, okay, go to the room. We're going to bring you your food right now. That way you guys can eat. So that was a really cool experience. And then uh, when we did the romantics, he drove us around on a golf cart. And um, that was really fun, too, because he already he already knew all the best spots. He's like, I'm going to drive you around to all the best spots. You can do whatever you want. And uh, that was an interesting experience because he, he drove us to the first spot. 
And I remember asking him, like, what are all the spots? And he's like, well, you know, they're all kind of spread out. Like, do you want me to drive you around to all of them first or do you want to start here? And I was like, yeah, I'll start here. And, and he pulled out his phone and and began to, like, show me some photos. And he was like, this is what some photographers do here. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I was like, I really appreciate what you're doing right now. But um, uh, if I would rather just start shooting. I want to see what I can create here because I don't want to mimic any other photographers. I want I want to see what I can do with, with this area. And he was like, oh, yeah, 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 of course. He's like, I always just, you know, I always ask the photographers if they want to see some ideas. Um, but no, I'd love to see what you do, you know. And, and I started shooting and then he was so funny. He was so impressed. He's like, I love what you're doing. I love how I can see your, your brain working and coming up with all these ideas and all this stuff. <laughs> But um, but his energy was like super fun. You know, he was like totally into the creative process. And he's like, I got some more places to show you. And uh, so he would tell me, like, let me know when you're done and we'll jump in and go to the next spot. So we went to all these cool spots throughout the uh, the golf course. And uh, he just made the experience really fun. Like it was really cool. Uh, and it's so funny that I've talked to a couple other photographers that have shot there and they're like, yeah, we know Miguel. He was, he was very awesome. He's just super accommodating, you know, yeah. to, to the vendors, which is, as you know, always nice. Then we did, uh, another couple, we photographed their wedding in this, uh, it was like a ranch. It was like a winery ranch. Um. I think it was an unofficial venue yeah i think it was like their second wedding there yeah i think the the owners of this venue they also have like an airbnb on on their property um and i i don't think they offer the venue like for people to rent it out i think it's uh from what i remember their their kids got married there and then one of their friends got married there but they don't like i don't think they charged them or anything because when i asked them if they were gonna do more weddings they didn't really want to make it a business. That's mm-hmm. the kind of sense I got from them. I think they're ki- they were kind of looking into it because mm-hmm. she even said like when we were leaving to let her know we wanted to shoot engagement sessions or mm-hmm. something there. Yeah. <coughs> oh, we'll definitely have to go back there. This wedding was really cool. So they, they it was on a little ranch. Um, you know, they had this little like f- uh, barn frame. It wasn't an actual barn. It was just like the frame of a barn on two ends and in between they had uh the seating there and what the bride and groom did they actually bought these like really large white canvases and they pretty much made a tent over uh in between the two frames and um it just made this outdoor venue look like kind of indoorish i guess um added some awesome diffusion for the sun like the sun would have been like right on their faces but because of these large white canvases like um, it was like a perfect light diffuser. Yeah, and because it it was like a venue, um, it was just it was very unique, and there's like a lot of different um, places to shoot there. So it made it it, yeah, made had, it pretty cool. They had grapevines. They had a horse. We walked over the horse and fed the horse. That was really cool. Yeah, and they had like a lot of old like trucks and um, what else did they have? They had uh, where the bride and groom were getting ready. The the groom was in like the first story. It was like a it looked like a man cave. It was all wooded and had like the leather chairs and it was really big and rustic looking. And then uh, on the upstairs was the bridal suite. And it was like 
exactly what you would picture a bridal suite like you know like lots of windows lots of lighting white everything was white on the inside with really like same kind of rustic feeling though with like the furniture and all that stuff yeah and they were literally like uh right above each other Mm -hmm. you know um but yeah they just had a lot of places to roam around on that property and and take these pictures so that was a lot of fun i like that wedding too which is really weird is all these weddings past weddings have been they've done the first look no look for some reason this wedding this year that's been like a big thing for our couples for some reason um and if you guys don't know what a first look no look is because uh when sometimes when i bring it up i don't even know if that's the right term for it yeah Uh, yeah but uh you know we offer a first look for the couples you guys all know what a first look is when you know um the couple sees each other before the ceremony we love doing first looks because we love that intimate moment that the couples get to have uh we don't um we don't let any of the family or friends be around for that like that's literally just for them i think we get the best images from that we get another opportunity for more images because we do the first look and um and then it also helps with time because after the first look's done, we could also do the bridal party photos. So after the ceremony's over, we only have to do the family photos and then move on straight to romantics because we took care of, you know, that stuff. Sometimes we're able to even do some family photos ahead of yeah, time. So that's always awesome when we're able to do that because um, we just get to concentrate on just mm-hmm. the bride and groom. But for some reason this year, everybody has just been wanting to do the first look, no look. Um, Which is? Oh, which is pretty much we just have them um, go face back to back to each other. We usually do back to back or hide them behind a wall or a door. We normally do the back to back if we can. I think that uh, I love that. That looks the best Mm -hmm. because they're still able to like hold hands. They're like actually touching. I feel like there's a there's a uh, feeling of of intimacy because of that alone. Yeah. And they usually do like a prayer or they'll read notes to each other which is really cool and especially for video it makes for um some really good footage Mm -hmm. um but yeah for some reason that's just been the thing this year we did a lot of first look no looks this year for sure uh this year i got to do um a courthouse wedding too which was really cool um i don't really get the opportunity to do those i think i've only done that like one other time uh for my best friend (laughs) yeah uh but uh yeah um we this bride reached out to me actually her sister i did i did family photos for um for this for uh this family and she reached out to me afterwards and told me that her sister was getting married they were having a a small wedding it was just going to be a courthouse wedding with just a few family members there but that her and her mother really wanted her to have some nice photos and um her mother really just whatever it took to to get us down there she wanted us to photograph it um so so of course we set that up and i went down and photographed uh this courthouse wedding and i think i mean like yeah it's not a crazy you know crazy big venue and all that stuff but uh i think courthouse weddings are are special too because there's like a there's a big feeling of intimacy there because it's just them it's just the families that get to witness it um you know uh i actually went into the building where they're like signing their paperwork and you know um i remember when uh you and i went in to get our paperwork done for our wedding 
And that wasn't us getting married, but you know, I almost wish like there was a photo of us signing those papers. It's it's kind of cool. Yeah, you know. But also, this courthouse that you went to, they did their <clears throat> ceremony outside, which is not yeah. really that common. So that was pretty cool as yeah. well. They actually had a place where they did the ceremony, <coughs> and um, so they take the couple out there, and all the family standing behind them, and you know, they, they were kind of surrounded by all these trees and. It was like a cloudy day. So, I mean, even though it wasn't at an actual venue, it still looks really cool uh, where they did the ceremony for the for this wedding. And then um, the courthouse, the courthouse itself was like a very uh, cool structure, like the architecture was really nice. So we walked around and did photos, uh, their romantics there, too. And they turned out really awesome. And they were they were actually really impressed because, like, uh, I took them out to the parking lot. And it's just a parking lot. But across the parking lot, there's this one section with some dirt and like these trees behind them. And uh, and I took some photos back there and they couldn't even when they saw the photos, they were like, where did you take these pictures? We don't even remember seeing that because they just saw like we were in a parking lot, you know. So that that made it kind of fun for me that, you know, here's this courthouse wedding. And I mean, the place was cool. So it doesn't matter what situation you're in. You could always make something look really awesome, you know. And so they they uh, they contacted us again uh, because they had um, they were planning on still doing a reception. It was just going to be months down the line. And sure enough, we got to do their reception um, at a venue uh, down here in Temecula. Um and that was a beautiful venue. And it's so funny because you can almost bring both those sessions together. <laughs> and oh, it's yeah. like the same day because she still had the same wedding dress. Um, I think he had a different tux. And then she like altered her dress. Uh, you know, she loved it. She had a, that dress for the for her ceremony. But then she like altered it to look a little little cooler for her for the reception. reception. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. We did a. Um, I also got to do, I don't, yeah, you went to the first one. We got to do a couple, uh, backyard weddings. The first one we did, um, instead, of I think they had been saving up for their wedding and then they decided rather than investing all that money into their wedding, uh, to a venue, to a venue they decided to invest it all into their house and convert it into what, well, they wanted to remodel their house, but they also converted it into like their perfect venue, you know, for their wedding. And sure enough, that turned out really cool. Like that was a really fun wedding, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it was they put a lot of work into that, yeah. their house. And it was a, uh, it was a Gatsby themed wedding, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Everybody came and dressed up for it. Yeah. All the guys were real dapper. <laughs> yeah. And it fit them perfectly. Um, the bride and groom, they just fit that, um, that theme really well yeah and that was a lot of fun and um i mean all our all our couples this year have just been really really awesome like all their ideas for their weddings and like their venues everything just fits them so well i got to do uh the last couple weddings i think i've done by myself i did another backyard wedding um that took me back to my hometown (laughs) where i grew up in uh, rancho cucamonga and uh, we got to shoot at a park that I grew up in. Um, we did some really cool epic photos up on a cliff. And then they had a backyard wedding that they set up. And it just looks so awesome because the backyard weddings, they use those string lighting that cover the whole, you know, the whole yard. And they have a dance floor and everything's just lit, like, really cool. 
or just the lighting um, the lighting for the reception is really cool. And then I also got to go up to the mountains this year, uh, the resort, mm-hmm. the, the like Arrowhead. Arrowhead. Yeah, that was really fun. We've been up there. Um, there's a resort up in the mountains. It's called Lake Arrowhead Resort, and it sits on a lake. Um, we did our engagement photos there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, we've gone up there to do some photos as well. Didn't we eat with my family there? I don't think we necessarily ate at the resort, but we walked around oh. the, vill- the village. Oh, okay. So we, we've, but we've been into the resort and it was really cool. So it was really fun to actually like get to photograph at the actual resort. Uh, the, the ceremony location like overlooks the lake and there's all these like cedar trees uh, growing around them. And it was in the fall. So all the, all the trees were turning colors. Um, So a lot of just a lot of beautiful, beautiful locations this year for our weddings. Um, Again, that's why I wanted to talk about them because, you know, we get to go and see all these beautiful venues. We get to um, meet all these incredible couples initially we meet them to do like their engagement photos and get to know them and you know uh again that's why i'm so thankful that that um that we get to to do this job you and i together yeah (laughs) and uh and meet all these couples and go to all these amazing places um but it's just been a ton of fun and we didn't even really talk about like our engagement sessions we got to go to a lot of cool places for our engagement sessions um you know, we've been coming out with a lot of our photos. We still have to blog a lot of these weddings. That's, oh my that's, gosh, a, that's yes. a challenge in itself. <laughs> I was looking at our website the other day and I was just like, oh my gosh, we're yeah. so behind. We're pretty terrible at blogging. Uh, you know, as most of you know, I still have a day job and uh, Maria wants me to quit every single day. Yep, comes home from work and I'm like, did you quit yet? <laughs> So we're gearing up towards that. We're getting, you know, we're going to go full time with this business. Uh, that's another thing that I want to share on this podcast. You know, I want I want to um, go on this next chapter of our lives where we go, you know, full time with our photography and our videography and and kind of share everything that we experience. You know, we we I bring on a lot of guests on this podcast and talk to them about how they made the jump and their experiences and how they were able to get this business started and how they maintain it. And, you know, it's always cool to hear those stories. And so I also want to share our story when we get when we get going with it, because, you know, those those stories are I think are important to hear, you know, how people do it. I'm crazy nervous about it. Yeah, yes, but we're gonna be okay oh yeah yeah no we'll be totally fine uh but again you know uh it uh, we wouldn't be able to be where we are right now with all without all our amazing couples that we get to meet and do all this stuff and we're already gearing up for this next year you know the weddings uh, they're gonna be a lot of fun too um right now we're focused on on a lot of family sessions i've been doing a lot of family sessions right now yeah family sessions and Wrapping up the last few weddings and editing and hopefully updating our website. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're going to get around to that. (laughs) Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? The last, last wedding was uh, the associate shoot one. Yeah. Yeah, we just did the associate shooting wedding. So while we were out and um, celebrating our anniversary over the weekend, we had someone contact us that they wanted a wedding. It was going to be just a small um right a small like four hour gig yeah they i mean we're basically just photographing like the reception 
And the reception was super informal, too. So so we hired someone to associate shoot for mm-hmm. us. So yeah. that was a whole other experience. Mm-hmm. And I'll be talking more about that as uh, as we as after we finish up uh, editing all these weddings and, and getting them all out there. Um, I'm also on the last podcast. You know, I asked my listeners if if they have any experience with uh, shooting associate weddings. You know, I'll probably post like a, a question about it up on the Facebook group. And kind of start a discussion because I'm going to have um, I'm actually going to have Eric back on the podcast soon. He's he's the one that associate shot for us. And uh, and we'll probably have a discussion about associate shooting because I think he wants to get into it as well. And there's a lot of a lot of questions and a lot of things, you know, that go into to all that. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even know that was a thing. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't know that that's something you can do to expand your business as yeah. well. Yeah. And I, I can see that being like a, a really big thing for us because I, I mean, there's there's photography businesses that have a ton of photographers, you know, under their name. Um, I don't think that's necessarily what we want to do, but it'd be cool to have like a small, intimate group of people. I keep using the word intimate today. <laughs> <laughs> I keep wanting that. I do want to have a small group of key, a group of people uh, that we can, you know, continuously work with because I think, you know, like like our clients already know us as Ulysses and Maria, you know, it's not just, it's not just me. I think when you and I first started dating, uh, and, or when you and I first started getting into this business, like everybody knew me, but now they know us as a team. So I feel like if we have a small team, they'll, they'll start to recognize us, you know, by, by all of us, by the small group of people that we have as well too. So that's, that's, that's a goal of, uh, of ours, I think. To yeah. create something like that, yeah. And then we're also going to make the switch to Sony, so that mm-hmm. would be another whole other venture we're going to go into. Yeah, and I'll have Maria back on to talk all about nope. uh, <laughs> uh, photography gear and settings. In fact, I think I'll let her run her own show one day on uh, on just just settings and. Oh my gosh! No. <laughs> <laughs> I had, a, I had a hard enough time getting her on for this episode, <laughs> but she does love the podcast. I think she tells me she, she likes what I'm doing. So yep. um, I told her I really wanted to have her on because everybody would love to hear from her. So, babe, thanks for coming on. You're welcome. And, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and happy anniversary. <laughs> so this is, it's. I guess, um, besides being thankful for... Um, all the amazing clients that we have to do this, I'm really thankful uh, for you, you know, because you've stuck with me uh, throughout everything uh, in the business and in our little life that we have. And you're an amazing mom. You're an amazing photographer and editor. And you're a a kick-ass businesswoman, too. So I'm super thankful to have you in my life as well. Thank you, baby. Just kidding. throw that out there for all the listeners (laughs) gonna get sappy on the podcast (laughs) all right well babe thanks for being on the podcast is there anything else you want to tell the listeners no just thank you for listening where where can everybody find you (laughs) (laughs) um the same same place they find you (laughs) but maria does have her own instagram where she posts photos of our life and all that stuff family stuff it's not really our professional stuff or our client stuff that's all on del toro photo yeah 
I'll post a link to her Instagram. She's not private, so you can go find her as well. And uh, and and yeah. So I think we'll leave you guys with that. So guys, thanks again for listening to this episode. Go join the Facebook group. Oh yeah, go join the Facebook group. Uh, growing this small community of photographers. If you guys have uh, questions that you want answered on the podcast, or if you guys just want to talk to us or talk to some of the other listeners of the podcast and ask questions about uh, wedding photography, videography, anything like that. Yeah, the I have all the links to uh, the Facebook group, uh, to our website, all the links to our social media down in the show notes. And there you have it, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, please scroll down to the bottom, subscribe, leave me a review, and give me a five-star rating. Uh, and remember, you can go to iPhoto Rentals. It will give you 10% off of your next rental if you mention this podcast. And again, if you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Del Toro Photo. And you can now join the Facebook group. As we said before, all the links are in the show notes below. Thank you guys again. I hope you guys enjoyed this. And we will see you on the next one. <laughs>